Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Friday, June 12th. We're another day closer to the NBA. We're into the 40s, Andrew. We're at 49 until NBA is back. But we have two big pieces of news. First of all, (laughs) the biggest news of all, of course, is that my man Justin Thomas has made the cut. He's in the top 10. And Mr. Hansen's guy, John Rahm, did not make the cut at the Colonial. So this shirtless podcast show that we had bet on shockingly comes to today before the weekend's even over. So as you can see, if if you're watching right now, you can see a little bit of the neck and shoulders. And uh, Andrew is uh, living up to his bet, shamefully speaking. Uh, I'm showing the DFS Coach Talk shirt, you know, with a proud Mr. Justin Thomas getting it done. And Andrew, I don't know, man. I just hope to goodness nothing like flies up on the screen up above where you have to like reach up and get it <laughs> and, and give us all a little tummy uh, action there. So uh, how you feeling there? A little uh, fresh air? Oh, this hurts. This is just not what I was expecting when we were doing the, the PGA show on Wednesday. And then Rom comes out and birdies the first two holes. I'm thinking, yeah, he's right in top form. This is terrific. And he just went south. He just was sort of steady, you know, couldn't get anything going. And, you know, Rory is shooting up the leaderboards in his group and hitting, making all the birdies. And, man, I just was not expecting this at all. So yeah, I got to get it out of the way. And, uh, yeah, it's tough. Uh, I absolutely love it. I forgot to tell you beforehand, this is our feature podcast that we're sending to my bookie and TVG <laughs> to, to do a bunch of cross prom- promotional things for the company. So that'll be fantastic. <laughs> well, that's the thing. The downside is without my black shirt, I don't have my DFS coach talk logo like you. But so I got the, I've thrown the hat on instead. So everybody knows you know who we are. Well, hopefully, you know, you'll get that chest tattoo of the dfs coach talk <laughs> symbol then you'll be set when you lose these bets you can just sit there with the the tat showing you know that's another way to do it you're right that's how you earn dfs cred when you get the uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right this is so great i'm we're gonna make this like the longest podcast of the year <laughs> uh, <laughs> fantastic man so we're we're loving that i mean it just i I couldn't wait to get to that point. I think I jumped over everything else I was going to do. But, you know, it's just fantastic. But like I say, it's been a fun week. It is Friday. Uh, We love Fridays, June 12th. Got a great weekend ahead with, uh, obviously, the Saturday and Sunday rounds. So you can re-up and and get into the golf uh, action uh, if you were knocked out. Or maybe some some folks are going to be able to ride those – full tournament lineups into the weekend uh also with kbo uh you know we have the early kbo night on saturday nights for us which is sunday games for them so we got a lot of fun stuff but today we're going to focus on the friday slate uh with kbo we want to crush it tonight and it is a, a very uh tough one because of the rain issues uh and because there's a early game and then uh, three, I'm sorry, four later games. So we got two lock times with weather in there. So, again, 
big kudos to the KD, uh, I can't, DFS coach talk team because it's, you know, we're going to be up until lock making sure that we have all these guys in place. Um, before we get started, the show is, is uh, brought to you by our, our two sponsors, uh, MyBookie. Go to mybookie.ag for all your sports wagering and casino action and get that exclusive offer that's only offered to Coach Talk members. And that is a 50% sign-up bonus all the way up to $1,000 and a $25 free play just for joining through DFS Coach Talk. So you do that by going to our website, dfscoachtalk.com, uh, click on the My Bookie uh, symbol right on there, and it'll plug you in to sign up and get all of those benefits. And then also TVG, I was watching some horse racing a little bit earlier this afternoon. All the tracks are back. Now it's awesome. Belmont's back, Churchill, all the big tracks are back. And then uh, been having a blast too, uh, Andrew, following uh, Rouchard, who is one of our members from Australia. He races horses. He owns some horses over uh, there and uh, just following them, getting to know the horses, watching the replays with them. It's been an absolute blast. He had a horse uh, the night uh, night before, or no, last night that uh, ran in Australia. He was dead last in a 15-horse field at the top of the stretch and finished second and was wow. flying. And he's just a three-year-old, so uh, fantastic to, to see uh, that. I'm really excited about Richard, and I love you know, being able to share uh, that information, too. And you can watch most of those Australian races on TVG because uh, they are where, where the world goes to watch and wager on horse racing. And if you sign up through DFS Coach Talk, also by clicking on their logo on our website, uh, exclusive offer, offer nowhere else, risk-free $300 bet. So, for example, Rouchard's horse there, if you wanted to put $300 uh, to win on him, then, you know, he finished second, then TVG would give you the $300 back if he loses. If you did play $300 to place on him, he paid great to place. Now you got boxcars, you're set in your account, and you're good to go. So, a fantastic offer. Really love my bookie, and we love uh, TVG as well. All right, uh, what we want to talk about to begin with uh, before we get into the teams is the weather. Uh, we have done some serious research here uh, prior to the show trying to determine exactly what was going to happen tonight. And again, you know, the pressure is that we want to build these lineups and spend the time with reasonable chance to play these games. Uh, however, our big advantage, again, we're going to be 30 minutes before lock at both lock times that, you know, if if a game does get rained out, we can make some changes. But what we've decided based on the radar, uh, everything we've looked up, we you know, we've been uh, checking forecasts for each city, et cetera. Uh, we have determined that the Kiwoom and NC Dinos game is most likely of all the games to rain out. So. For now, we are not going to build lineups today uh, on this show with any Dinos or Kiwoom players based on the fact we feel that's going to be washed out. Now, that may change. Uh, we'll keep you posted on that. It will be in our Discord all night, uh, and we'll also uh, be there live before lock. The other game of concern is KT and Samsung. 
it is right on the border of that rain and it easily could go either way. The biggest concern is it's been raining there all day. And uh, a trend that we've noticed, uh, Andrew and I just talked about it quite a bit today. That's been the biggest baseball subject for us in, in KBO is there seems to be a pattern. And again, everywhere is different the way they do things, but we've yet to see a Korean baseball game starting late, delayed, or in-game delay where they finish the game. It seems as though the way their schedule goes, I think what they do is rather than screw around, they just make the call and say, it's too wet, we're going to play doubleheader tomorrow or whatever, and just call it right away. Or they say, we're going to play it, and then generally they'll play through it. So it's more way different than in the States here, where they'll wait for three hours to get the game in. They'll, you know, they'll do whatever they can because the schedules travel. Everything's a lot different. And, you know, in South Korea, they, they go from with a, on a bus from place to place because everything's so close, uh, whereas you may be flying from New York to L.A. here in the state. So that being said, we've put the KT and Samsung game as a 50-50 game where, you know, it's going to be all watching that up until uh, lock big time. The good news is that is the early game. So that is a 1 p.m. Eastern, 1 a.m. Eastern game, uh, midnight here for me in Dallas. So we will know about that game, be able to either uh, get players out or put players in. Uh, we decided we're going to include players at this point for that game. But again, that's the most volatile game on the slate. So that's basically what we wanted to shell out there. The other three games we feel are good to go. We, we see either zero percent or, or very low percent so we're gonna we're gonna go after those uh, like normal Andrew do you want to say anything else about the weather since your your uh, you know skins there the weather affects your body uh, when you have no no uh, clothes on I'm ready for the I'm ready for the rain here uh, yeah yesterday it was the big question mark was that KT W Samsung game and I wish we'd done the the negative rain the the, the negative rain dance you know we didn't want to call for rain and get the rain out we wanted the opposite but it didn't happen and uh, that was a problem for everybody who was uh, owning Rojas and I certainly had him in some lineups um, but you know we've really learned our lesson with the rainouts because you know you really need to prepare ahead of time what your approach is going to be and. You know, I started out the day building lineups for only three games, um, thinking that the Doosan Hanwha game was also going to rain out or that there was a good chance of it. As you mentioned, that one seems much more likely to play now. So right now we're, we're really kind of looking at a four game slate out of the five. And the, the, so the overall point here is whenever there's a chance of rain here, you really have to build lineups as if those games are going to rain out. If you want to build a secondary lineup that you can switch to, sure. But it's, it's way better to be conservative, only put in players from the games that you're confident are going to play and make pivots later instead of the reverse, where you use the whole slate and then you scramble and, and try to subtract players. So that's what we're going to do here is really focus on these games that we're confident are going to play. Exactly. And I'll go one step further and recommend this to our listeners. And this is really a smart move because – I've learned the hard way, you know, uh, to do this. You know, yes, we're in there. 30 minutes goes by like 30 seconds when you're under pressure trying to figure out who's in, who's out, who's scratched, is it raining? 
you know, what price tag? I mean, all of a sudden you could just hear, it's like the Jeopardy music playing in the background when you're trying to get it done. So here's my recommendation. Like tonight, what I'm going to do is, you know, I'm generally a one or two lineup guy, but let's just say I go one lineup. What I'm going to do is build two different lineups and save them on like I'm playing both lineups. One, I'm going to have KT and Samsung guys in there. One, I'm going to have them out. And I'm going to yes. think all that through, make the changes, lock it in. So then when I get to it, I'll have two lineups, one with, one without, and I'll just erase one of them and move it over to whichever one applies. So this way, you don't have to rethink, scramble, and possibly make a mistake or run out of time. You know, I uh, was it last week sometime, I literally missed by two seconds, and I had to eat a lineup uh, that had three guys sitting because I when I – Save my lineup. I just do click, 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 click. I don't even do like a prelim lineup because I never I've only missed. Now, that's the second time in five years I've, I've gotten stuck missing, missing a lineup, but it can happen. So to avoid it, uh, that's what I recommend is if look ahead, you know, this isn't like the major leagues where there's 14 games, 15 games and you know, there's five different scenarios that can play out. We've got five teams. We can pretty much tell you that, you know, one game is not going to play three games are going to play. And this one is the one you want to pivot to now. So on top of that, it really helps if something really bizarre happens and all of a sudden Kiwoom and the dinos are playing. Now you don't have to totally panic and just start from scratch. You've got the two lineups. You can put some of those Kiwoom dinos in and do whatever you need to do. Just a, a good piece of advice from somebody that's, you know, had to eat some lineups and, uh, you know, feel pretty sick about it. So I think that's a great idea uh, every time we have a scenario like this. And really, in, you know, it, you can do that in a lot of sports. Like you know, I do that in the NBA a lot. If I remember a particular one scenario where Spencer Dinwiddie was a game time decision, but it's not as easy as you take Spencer Dinwiddie out and you put, Kyrie Irving in because the salaries are like sixteen, eighteen hundred dollars difference. Then you got to switch somebody else who switches somebody else. It's so it's it's a domino effect. So what I did is I built the two scenarios: Dinwiddie in, Dinwiddie out, and it really affected three or four other players on my roster. And then I waited. They gave us the news literally right before tip off, and I was able to save all my plays onto the lineup that. Uh, you know, was the good one with Dinwiddie that played that night. And he, by the way, he had 40.2 fantasy points. That's what I use the old noodle for. Meaningless statistics <laughs> that I never forget. Now, these are the numbers. <laughs> these are the numbers that matter. But, they are. But like you said, um, you know, you got to take the extreme approach. And what I was doing earlier, actually, was I was building a lineup with only two games, the Kia game and the Lotte game. Those are the four o'clock Eastern starts. And I was even leaving out the early game, the KT, Wiz, and Samsung. And I was thinking, if this, if only two games play, what's my lineup going to be? And I built it, and there's $4,200 remaining in salary because you can't even really fill it up because you've got that weird situation with two games where, you know, how do you pick your pitchers and batters from two games and not overlap where you've got a bunch of your batters hitting against your pitchers? So exactly. you, you end up making sacrifices and leaving money on the table. So I've, I've got that lineup saved just in case if there's three rainouts, uh, I'll be ready to go. You know, I can't take it, man. I cannot take you serious with just 
<laughs> seeing the skin of your neck and shoulders and just the top of your head. This is so hilarious. I mean, absolutely hilarious. I love it. This is definitely going up. Everywhere we can post this podcast, it is going to be seen. I think I need to put the headlines. I'm going to have to let Leighton know when he posts it on Twitter to say the skinless and shirtless <laughs> Andrew Hansen right. is uh, hosting the show tonight. <laughs> Whatever it takes. This is so great. You're going to hate John Rom for quite a while, I think. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah, that's a stat I'll always remember, what he did this week at the Charles Schwab Challenge. Oh, next year when the Colonial comes around, I mean, it's all (laughs) going to be about John Rom. We're going to post his picture on Coach Talk. I mean, he's a hero (laughs) of mine just for choking it out so bad. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. All right, let's see. Let's, uh, Let's do a couple things real quick. And I know it always takes me a second to grab it, but it just allows me to give another quick plug to my bookie. I absolutely love my bookie, by the way. They're, they are so good at everything that they do and everything that they offer. You know, they have futures on the KBO League Baseball. I got Excellent. Uh, they've got everything, man. It's unreal. You can even bet. Uh, you know, who's going to win and everything else. But let's let's buzz quickly into the uh, lines for both our sports bettors. And also it helps our DFS guys sort of to know uh, what it's looking like um, odds wise, because that really goes a long way with some of the pitchers. Uh, KT Wiz are minus 133 against Samsung. Oh, no. Is that the right one? Samsung? Yeah. Yeah. Kiwoom is uh, a big underdog to the NC Dinos. Dinos are minus 185. Then you've got Kia at minus 142 against the Wyverns. You've got the uh, LG Twins, a healthy 175 favorite over the Loti Giants. And then how about this number? Doosan. 344 on the over-under, uh, or I'm sorry, on the, the line against Hanwha. Hanwha's plus 237 because they've lost 18, 18 in a row. row. Yeah. So really, minus 344 is a bargain, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, it really uh, is. And then uh, the late game does, uh, doesn't matter to us because it's not going to be in the player pool. But if you're betting it, the late game of KT and Samsung, the second of the doubleheader, uh, you've got uh, Samsung a buck fifty-six favorite. So let's talk real quickly of the over/unders just to get a scan. There's no nothing below nine and a half. So there's, you know, again, I, I don't go over those because I don't want to waste everybody's time. But you've got three nine and a halfs, a ten and a half at Kiwoom, and an eleven and a half in that Doosan game, expecting Doosan to beat them up. And all the rest of them are even. So it's not like there's any standout lows, standout highs. Uh, it's pretty even across the board. So that is our odds update from my bookie as we speak. Excellent. All right. Let's go. Game one, man. Game one. This is where you earn those big bucks, maybe enough to buy yourself a shirt to wear on the darn show. <laughs> uh, you know, it's uh, rough. All right, we go to – it's interesting because, for me, I was a full fade on Despaigner yesterday because of the stacked amount of fantastic pitching 
today I love Des Bonnier. So it's KTW at Samsung, and it is the 50-50 game. We'll know early, but again, we're going to uh, act as though this game is in play. And I'll just, I'm going to tell you my side because it only takes about two seconds to tell you my side, and then you can break this game down. I'm going to do the coach special, which I love to do actually, is I'm going to take the pitchers from both sides and look for one of those one nothing games uh, with both foreign pitchers of Despagnier and Buchanan uh, taking the mound. Uh, I think both of them are reasonably good pitchers. Uh, Despagnier is only 2-2 two and two with a 4.29, but he's pitched better than that in my opinion. And Buchanan's won four games for Samsung out of their 15 that they've won. So he's been a good leader for them at four and two at a 3.79. Obviously, as you know, my theory, never take a pitcher against your hitter because the, the stars will not align and you will find a way to make both things not work. So I've got both pitchers here, Andrew, no hitters. Am I crazy or is this a good play? I like it. I think if I build five lineups, I'll do one lineup like that, where I take both pitchers from that early game if it's going to play, and then focus on the bats from the games where we're confident that there won't be rain. So I do like it, but the the other way I'm going to use this game is to just get exposure to Despagne against Samsung and Faye Buchanan. I, I don't like his matchup as much. You know, these okay. KT Wiz bats are really trending in the right direction now that Beko Kang is back in the lineup, the lefty slugger. We know about Rojas now in the five hole doing damage like almost nobody else in the league. And they've got Yang Ho Joe in the two hole, a lefty who gets on base about half the time. So with those three guys hitting lefty uh, against Buchanan, I'm, I'm going to shy away from him in general. So okay. I'm going to, I'm going to look more at Despagne who, Went six against Samsung earlier this season, only gave up one earned run, four strikeouts. Right. Yeah. And Saladino's day-to-day, he has a bad back. He might not be in the lineup. So I, I just really like that matchup the best out of that early game. So I won't be using any Samsung bats. And in the lineups where I fade Buchanan, uh, I will get some exposure to Kang and Joe and Rojas. Yeah. Joe's leading off, I believe, not batting second, by the way. That's what they're anticipating. So you had said the two hole, but I think he's a good leadoff guy. I like him too. But, you know, Buchanan's been steady. And it's just, it to me, with the rain out possibility and such, I just feel like, you know, uh, there's not very good pitching. You know, normally uh, we have a few more guys. It seems like we're getting waves of days where we've got like five great starters, six great starters, or you know, one or two maybe at best. So very interesting. So we'll see how that rolls. All right. Uh, second game up is uh, Kia Tigers at the SK Wyverns. Um, and that is an interesting game. For me, um, you know, the, the over-under that game is nine and a half. Uh, but this is not a game that I really did much uh, pulling from. I, you know, it was just sort of got lost in the shuffle because of the two teams that I specifically want to stack. So this is sort of uh, a dead game for me. Do you have any standouts that you're playing or one-offs here? Yeah, I do. I, I like Kia's pitching and their hitting. Okay. And, I, you know, I'm really looking at this game in conjunction with the next game, the Lotte LG game. 
Okay. Because you know, if there's only going to be if there's only if it turns into a two game slate, it's this game and the Lotte game. We do think right. do, we do think Dusan's going to play as well. So it could be those three games. Yeah. Um, but if you if it's only two games, if it's Kia and Lotte, I like Kia and I like Lotte. So starting with Kia, uh, out of these two games, their pitcher is my favorite uh, of these four pitchers. Ki Young Im, uh, his ERA is just over three, solid strikeouts. His last five starts have either been very good or decent. Yeah. And he's going against SK, 11 and 22. Uh, yeah. Just a, a poor hitting lineup. So I, I do like him. And then these bats, um, you know, they're going against Sung Won Moon. Last year he gave up 23 home runs. This year he's been a little bit better, uh, decent strikeouts. But uh, if you look at their matchups last year with these hitters, our, our man Preston Tucker hit a home run against Moon, and then they walked him three times. Yeah, and uh, that's what catch- concerns me. Yeah, yeah I told yeah. you they're going to start pitching around that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so the, the, key, the key factor there in the middle of the lineup is uh, Cha is questionable with a back situation. So if Cha is out, then they may pitch around Tucker even more. If, if, if they don't have Chuck uh, protecting him in that three hole. Yep. So that's the, the key piece of news to look at in the Kia lineup is, is, is Chuck playing, but I do like Tucker. Uh, I like MU if he's back in the lineup. Well, uh, MU too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then their catcher S Han, he hit a home run last year against moon. And you know, you've heard me talk about him a lot in the last couple of weeks. He's a solid catcher here in in uh, in the KBO. So um, again, I, I I really like Tucker. I like S. Hahn, uh, and I do like the Kia pitcher. I'll give a shout out to our buddy Sugar Shane Caldwell. Whenever you start start talking about rostering seven and eight hole guys, yep. I mean, I think on the last pod we did, he had about five eight hole hitters right. uh, that he was recommending. <laughs> so he can't defend himself. He's probably, he's going to hear this. And he's going to be like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm over exaggerating there, but you know, what you stated was, was I, one of the reasons why I'm fading Kia, I think Chubb with it's a sore back, as you mentioned in the pregame. So, you know, back is tough, man. That's more than most things. I mean, you're the swing, uh, you know, in golf and baseball, if your back's hurting, you're in deep trouble. So I, if he sits, it shuffles everything in their lineup. The protection is gone, like you said, for Tucker. And, you know, I just don't like the feel of it. Uh, Moon isn't great for sure. He's been a little better, like you said, than he had been. So it just felt like a game uh, that I just didn't want to to go out there. Now, I like your consistency of, of uh, rostering the pitcher against SK. I mean, it's paid off a lot throughout the season because they don't hit well. Uh, their lineup is pretty bad. I mean, Romax uh, picked it up a little bit, but in general, I just, I love the two stacks that I want to play so much that I just, I didn't even find a one-off here at this point. So that's where I stand on that one. All right. Well, let's move to game three and here we're at one of the stacks that you want to play. 100% Lotte Giants and the LG Twins. And, you you know, I'll let you start off this one since, okay. so I don't rain on your parade because this is where I've got a three or three or four-man stack from this game that I think is very solid. 
again, you got a nice nine and a half over under, so that's fair as well. And uh, so what do you think? Well, when I started to break this one down and I was thinking about a potential two-game slate with the Kia game and this game, yeah. I was I was figuring, well, I am going to want to go with the LG pitcher against Lotte. You know, he's more expensive. He's got slightly better numbers than the Lotte pitcher. Okay. He's you know much more established. Last year he was 13 and 8. Uh, he's you know it's Wu Chan Cha. He costs 8,700 on DraftKings. But if you look at the matchup for the Lotte pitcher, even though he's 6,500, his ERA is over five. He gets to face an LG without Ramos. Ramos is on the injured list. Yeah. And if big you difference. big difference, I mean game changer. Yeah. So without him in the middle of the lineup. All of a sudden, there's not as much bite there. If, if Park can navigate around Kim uh, and see Lee, these lefties that we like at the top of the order. And oh, by the way, last year when he faced them, he went six innings, only gave up one earned run. C. Lee went 0 for 3. H. Kim went 0 for 3. Yeah. So I, I, I started to look at this and say, you know what? On the surface, this isn't probably what I would have done. But when I really look in the, at the matchups, um, I'm leaning towards playing the Lotte pitcher against LG without Ramos. Okay. Um, and then I'm probably going to stay away from the, the LG pitcher. And I looked at those matchups with Lotte, and it's probably why you like that stack. Those guys hit well against him last year. They J- did. Yeah. JG on, uh, m- you know, multiple hits, uh, Daiho Lee. So I, I'm looking at uh, JG on and Daiho Lee, maybe even Machado. In, in some of my lineups here from Lotte. Yeah, I you know you hit on it. Two big reasons why Lotte is one of my big you know three four man stacks today. Uh, you know basically if you look at the past history, plus the fact that the LG pitcher has given up five homers already this year, and and it just plays into that stack. Plus uh, this stack. The low T stack is so cheap and value, you know, there's so much value in it that it allows me to get the other expensive stack uh, alongside of them. I mean, I'm really comfortable with, uh, I'm going to play two, three, four, possibly a five in a few spots and seven. So two, three, four, seven for sure. And move it around from there. So Gian on uh, Lee, and then you've got, uh, Machado, who I like, that's down in the seven hole, which is about as far down as I'll go. But it's, you know, I just think, you know, he's a righty against the lefty. I think this team is, you know, set up for a possible double digit game. I put the whammy jammies on the dinos last night. They almost got shut out after I predicted the double digit game. So that didn't work out. So the odds are in my favor that this will work out today. So <clears throat> I like loading up some of those middle of the order guys along with Machado for Lote. Like I say, they're super bargains. Uh, Chai Hung On is is ridiculously priced for a three hitter. Uh, oh, the five hitter, very cheap. Uh, you can really get some good deals. And again, it's a path to me to getting my main stack and favorite stack of the night. So uh, I just, I, I like the his, history against uh, the LG pitcher. I like uh, the positioning of the hitters. As far as the other side, you know, it's I, I, there's some decent plays in there. I wouldn't uh, 
you know, fault you for playing a guy or two from, from LG tonight, but they just don't fit in my builds uh, with the two major stacks of Lote and the team to come that we'll talk about. So yeah. any final words on this game? Yeah, since you mentioned the value for LG, uh, we, we should mention Young Take Park. This is the very cheap outfielder. Yesterday he hit third. This is a veteran who I believe leads the KBO in career hits. And he's getting up there. He doesn't really have his power anymore. But uh, I got to mention that his batting stance, it, it reminds me of George Brett, where he really leans back on that back foot and puts yeah. his arms way back. So uh, it's a guy that I enjoy watching. As I mentioned, he doesn't have a lot of power anymore. But if he's in the three hole at like 2100 in the outfield, he's a guy that you could go to uh, as a one off. Um, and then I do want to say one more thing about Machado. He ended up batting fifth yesterday. So, you know, some of these projected lineups we're, we're looking at have him in the seven hole. He has most often been at the bottom of the order this year, but uh, he's been hitting a lot better lately. And there's a chance he might get bumped up and hit fifth or sixth. So uh, I think I there's a great chance yeah. because he's a righty and the yep. lefties pitch. And I, I don't see how they can bat uh, Kim, the catcher ahead of him. That's what they're projecting. But I, you know, I'm, I'm thinking he, he may go fifth or sixth as well. So I, I'd love that to have two, three, four, five or three, four, five, six would be a wonderful thing. Um, I'll tell you though, it's amazing how you take one bat away from a team, you know, removing Ramos from LG and you look at him and it's like, oh my God, this team stinks. I even considered taking the low T pitcher just because of how, what I think anemic the LG lineup looks just without Ramos in there. He yep. puts all the pieces together for that team. Right. Yeah. And like you said, the, the value on the Lote bats is going to allow you to pay up for Doosan. Oh, you gave away my stack. I didn't announce <laughs> that officially. You should Come have on. to stand up and touch the ceiling. Go ahead. I dare you. Oh, that wasn't part of the bet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's two games left on the schedule for this, but we're not going to talk about Kiwoom and the Dinos because we are right now going to count them in as a rainout. We don't know that. It has not been announced. Don't take that to the bank. They certainly could play, and it could be the highest scoring game of the night. So that's why it's very important. Follow the news. Stick with us on Twitter. Uh, by the way, you can uh, see us anytime on Twitter, DFS Coach Talk. Uh, I'm at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Uh, Andrew is at Language Olympic. And follow us on there, and then it's key, you know, jump in uh, to our Discord. Become a member at DFSCoachTalk.com. Um, if you become a, a member, you get a uh, frozen membership. So you're going to basically get a good chunk of time uh, from all of the KBO and PGA action until we have uh, basketball and or Major League Baseball, there are sort of rumblings that baseball may come to a agreement. You, we don't know yet. So, uh, again, you know, join, uh, jump in with a, a month membership, and that doesn't the clock doesn't start ticking on that uh, until the three major one of the three major sports is back. All right, so we're we're counting out Kiwum and the Dinos. We're not going to discuss them. Uh, but we will uh, bring that up in Discord. So it leads us to the last game, which happens to be my favorite game. It's an 11 and a half over under. Uh, the wonderful eight, 
0-18 in their last 18 games. Hanwha Eagles are playing against the Doosan Bears. Now, I understand the Doosan stack is going to be stupid owned, very chalky, but I've said it a million times, and you guys that watch us every day, I'm very contrarian. I do not give out chalk lineups very seldom. I will have two or three single-digit owned guys. So even though I'm a cash player, you know, I'm willing to do the time, research, and, and you know, spend it and, and find the guys that are bargains that are contrarian and low owned and plop them right in the cash lineup. And man, it has done wonders for me. So, you know, as far as stacking three, four guys, five guys, whatever from Deuce on, uh, eat the chalk, go with it. In my opinion, I don't see how you don't against this uh, pitcher against this team. Uh, it just looks like a great game. So to touch on my guys, I mean, you pretty much, you know, Fernandez for sure is a, is a lock. O, J. Kim, J. Choi. Uh, I also like uh, K. Park, the leadoff hitter. Uh, I like, you know, again, up and down from one to, to six, basically. Uh, J. Kim, the shortstop batting six. Uh, more than likely four of those guys will make my lineup. So, you know, it's going to be a pretty easy lineups for me and i'm sort of giving away the house here but i'm i'm putting the ktw and samsung pitchers in there and pretty much filling out my entire hitting roster with a combination of lote giants and deuce on bears how about you my man yeah i like it i agree that all the all six hitters one through six for deuce on are in the player pool for me as well uh you got those four lefties who all hit home runs and we should probably mention that the starting pitcher tonight for Hanwha is a 19-year-old rookie making his first start. Uh, so, man, what a tough what a tough way to start in the KBO is face this Doosan lineup as a right-handed pitcher. So it, it's going to be bombs away. I agree they're going to be high-owned, but this is a night to eat the chalk with Doosan again if this game goes. Um, so I, I, I will also have Fernandez. Fernandez is probably my favorite here. Uh, I like him at second base so we can get another stud first baseman in our lineup. And because these pitchers that we're using aren't up in that mid 9K, 10K range, we've got plenty of money to spend on these big bats for Doosan. So I agree. I, I want to get a couple of those in my lineup. I may not stack it quite as heavily as you because uh, I do like the Kia hitters as well. Um, and then you could also use the Doosan pitcher here. This is the lefty you who we're not a huge fan of in general because he has a low strikeout rate, but uh, had a nice outing against Kia last time out, and he's going against the team that's lost 18 in a row. They've got a lot of lefties in their lineup. This should be one of the easiest matchups for him to dominate. Uh, you know, Hanwa's completely in shambles. They, they, just, they just fired their manager. 18 losses in a row. It ties for the longest streak ever in the KBO. So, if you want to get a little bit different, you could also use the deuce on pitcher, the guy that we don't usually pitch. Yeah, I think he'll get a decent amount of ownership. I mean, they're they're way the the heaviest favorite, as we said from the my bookie line. They're minus 355 right out of the chute. So I mean, he's probably the most sure thing pitcher for the night. But I just you know, strikeouts are so important. If you can't throw seven or eight strikeouts, potential to do that on the board, 
you know, and, and get a, a pitching performance in the 30s, which I don't think you is capable of. And I think, you know, he may pitch well. He may win the game. But, you know, scatter a few hits, two, three strikeouts. I mean, that's just the way I see it. I think he's a safe play. Uh, I don't know if he's a take that take it down kind of play, though. So that's my feeling there. The other reason I love the deuce on bat so much, Andrew, is what you said is exactly right. This is a young kid from Hanwha, 19 years old. Uh, there's no question they're going to have a short leash. So if he gets popped around a little bit, they'll hook him. Even if he's pitching so-so, I don't see this guy going more than like four innings. And you get into that Hanwha uh, uh, bullpen, it's it's awful. I mean, it's really bad. I, and a lot of those guys, like five of them uh, in their bullpen, just were called up from the minors. So, you know, you talk about a mash unit, they're they're terrible. So uh, that's, that's my theory there. I think, uh, again, I don't care if they're uh, chalk uh, – Stack, you sometimes you absolutely have to eat the chalk because you can't play catch up. If you get three or four homers from the top six guys in their lineup, you know, you, you have to have those to have any chance. So uh, that's pretty much it for me at this point uh, as far as breaking it out. It's pretty easy for me tonight. And usually, as you know, I, I have a lot of one-offs or I like to go two-man stacks and spread it around, but – when I see, you know, some, to me, obvious stack potential spots where one of the stacks is cheap enough, generally when you see that, both stacks are expensive and you can't do it. But in this case, with the Lote bats being cheap, I just it, it falls into place really well. So we'll see how that goes. Again, a lot of it's going to have to do on the news, the weather uh, especially, and then locking in some of these lineups with a few guys that are questionable uh, we need to make sure and check on them as well. So uh, I think we have a good combination here today. That's for sure. Yeah, and I just want to make one more general point here. You mentioned earlier in the in the podcast about how we like to attack pitchers against SK and Hanwha. And it's become very apparent that that's an effective strategy. And last night, we talked on the podcast about the reliever turned starter for Doosan, the $4,000 pitcher, Chuck. Yep. And we ended up putting him in our player pool for our members uh, that we distributed through Discord. Yeah. And I actually ended up having him in the majority of my lineups. And wow. he was terrific. He had over 25 fantasy points at 4,000 because yeah. he was going against Hanwha. And so a guy with an ERA over seven went five innings. He gave up two hits and struck out seven. No runs. So Fantastic. that's why – that's for why 4,000 you know, bucks. For 4,000 bucks. You so can't even get a good hitter for 4000 bucks. Exactly. But if you use your pitcher for 4000 you get a couple extra good hitters for 6000 Yeah. So uh, we're, we're going to – I hear con- something in the background. Do you have any family or kids or wife walking around? Thankfully, they're not in the room. Oh, <laughs> so man. I was see. I wanted them to be looking at you like, what in the can't, hell are you doing? They can't see what's happening. They can only hear. So, <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should just wrap it up now, and I can, I can click goodbye and uh, – you know, finish this this John Rom nightmare that we're in the middle of here. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll do this for you, though. I'm going to take my hat off and tip it to you for following through on your bet uh, and doing it right off the schneid. The tournament's still going on, but, you know, you didn't – you're smart because I would have hung this over your head for a while and harassing you till you did it. So good play on your yeah. behalf to and do it. 
The only other thing I could have done was hope for a, a JT injury and have him not finish the tournament and not get paid. And then in that sense, it would be a draw. But I didn't want to wish ill will on, on JT. So I said, I'll just we'll just call the contest now and, and hope that JT stays healthy. And, you know, I'll just rebound for the next one. It reminds me of those when you see those shows where they have the sing along and the, and the guy's head is over the words so you can sing along. <laughs> That's what yeah. it looks like. You need to do the. The Carl Ravitch, uh, you know, the the dance they do on there. Right, for right. That that would be perfect. Yeah. But uh, well, good paying off the bet. I'm hoping JT can make a little bit of a run. I'll tell you that the chunk of time I watched uh, a little bit of, of some of Rory's play, though. Oh my God, he looks really good. I would, if you're, you know, making any bets this weekend. Andrew and I also do the PGA show. We may have to think about doing a PGA take uh on fridays going forward let's talk about that because i think from what i've read and seen just as many if not more people just play the two-day slate because they're off on saturdays and sundays and not the full slate or a lot of people that get knocked out and reload and and go saturday sunday so we may have to do that because we could have some great discussion from watching the games uh maybe we'll do Next Friday, we'll talk about it off air. Maybe do a split uh, KBO uh, PGA show next Friday. Not much could be better these days than a combined PGA and KBO show because they're the only games in town. What can you ask for? But yeah. I love it, man. Yeah, I, I, I know the chalk plays, Rory. I do think JT will still make a, a run. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of still guys that are somewhat lower owned. I wouldn't play the the... the guys that are playing way above their heads I, I think what varner's doing is awesome i love it you know especially with everything going on with the unrest it's just so cool but i don't know how many times he's been in a lead situation or up there against all these big dogs so there's a few guys i'm not sure will be able to hang in there but you never know man some weird stuff happens and we called that you know when when there's been no golf for for three months we have no idea these guys may have been floating on their raft in their pool the whole time and not playing so (laughs) you just don't really know but good luck in those two we'll be posting stuff in our discord and chat a lot about pga stuff tonight uh before the tee off tomorrow morning uh also so hats off to john rom who's now in my top 10 favorite golfers for getting this done for us and uh can't wait to just splash this uh wonderful podcast all over everywhere we can uh place it all right make it end please end it for me just please <laughs> all right dude. we'll finish it up real quick want to mention uh thanks to our uh sponsors my bookie and tvg love those guys also our uh charity of choice here mambaon3.org it's all spelled out m-a-m-b-a-o-n-t-h-r-e-e.org fantastic uh, as our listeners know, we, we've supported them uh, since the Kobe tragedy and, and just uh, a wonderful cause. Uh, we'll be uh, off this weekend, just chilling a little bit, watching some golf and KBO, but we'll be extremely active in our uh, Discord and on Twitter. Uh, jump in, uh, sign up, uh, dfscoachtalk.com, and then we'll be back Monday with a super busy uh Slate, we've got uh, our Monday NBA show, which is my favorite of the of the week. And then it's all KBO, PGA, and just getting ready for all the action and locks this coming week. So 
uh, yeah, jump in, join our sim contest, man. We've been having a blast. Uh, sort of fired up. My son and I are one two in, right now. So a little Sarvati domination on the leaderboard to the yeah, it's early. The coach it's top early. Five. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty yes. of time for us to come back. I think this might be one of those box to wire, as they used to say in the old dog racing days. You get the lead and you never look back, man. So we'll see how it goes. But anyway, that's it. I can't really stall the show anymore to completely <laughs> continue to embarrass my, my buddy here. But uh, hats off to you for, for getting it out of the way early. And uh, we wish all of our, our listeners a great weekend. Have great success. Let's take down all kinds of stuff. Uh, and definitely stay in touch with us on those rain games with KBO. That's going to uh, shape the entire slate. So that is it, my friends. Uh, enjoy your Friday. Uh, again, 49 days to the NBA. I can't talk about it enough because I'm so excited. And uh, we'll be back on Monday to, to start uh, another week where we're building up this bankroll uh, and getting ready for uh, some of the major sports to come back. So uh, have a great one. And uh, for all of us at DFS Coach Talk, including the shirtless wonder here, Mr. Andrew Hansen, uh, I am Coach. We will catch you again when we look to crush it in DFS. <laughs>